Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And what a beautiful day it is outside. Oh, my gosh. It's so pretty. It's This is why I live in Ventura. Right. These days, 70 degrees, beautiful outside. It's, it's just like gorgeous. this a lot, so it's nice. Yeah. I have a buyer coming in from Santa Monica who wants to move to Ventura. He surfs here all the time, and we're going to go look at properties this afternoon. And so Ventura is hot, hot, hot. Yes, it is. And I've got buyers that are that have moved to Colorado, sold his house here. He moved to Colorado, and he's two months later, he's called me and said, mm-hmm. I don't like it here. Yeah. I, I want to move back to Ventura. That's my home. You don't know how much you love it till you don't live here. When I left and went to Texas, when I worked at ABC, and then I went to um, – Missouri and you know you get away and then you're like god we had it good there you know yes. it is more expensive but it's so beautiful the weather I'll work you can't hard be... to stay here I know right that's what I'll do what do you have in real estate any good listings coming up I don't have any listings right now I've sold them all as the market still is the way it is for the last what year I've seen more, more listings though uh, well and it's springtime so then you're gonna see more listings come up but they go really fast you sure do. An all-over list price. Yes, absolutely. I know. I mean, we just sold one. It was 65000 over asking. Oh, yeah. Well, Blake and in the, our office, it, it's 140 over listing. Oh, I, yeah. The one, was it on Brent? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And it appraised. See, and that's what that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, there's lots of things happening in Ventura today. There's the St. Patrick, Patrick's Day Parade. Okay. I can't say that fast. Okay. Um, Do you remember when we were in that, what, seven years ago? Yes, it was seven years and ago. And we won first place. <laughs> we Parker did. was like four. That yes. was so cute. That was fun, though. I'd never done that before, so that was an experience that, you know, you're not going to have again. But the pig is back, if everybody knows what that is. What's that? It's a big, huge, inflatable pig that they uh, run down the parade route. And um, that is back. And all of our breweries downtown are open and serving green beer. And so it's just going to be a fun day today. I hope you're out enjoying that. It's St. Patrick's Day Thursday, right? I think it's, well, it's the 17th. I think that's Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look on my, my computer or my um, calendar here, right? Right. And then today we spring forward uh, with the time. So, so it's going to be dark, lighter later. Lighter later. My okay. favorite time of year. It, you like it? It's, I, it? It just freaks me out when it's 830 and it's light outside. Oh, not I me. just think I it should it. be dark. I don't know. <laughs> you know, if you go to bed at nine, it's like, you know, just getting dark. Yeah. So lots of very fun things happening today and happening over the weekend. Um, if you haven't had the opportunity to have corned beef and cabbage, it's being served all over town. I had it last all week, week. Yeah, at the yep. Women's Club. I'm, I'm a member of the Women's Club now, and they, we had corned beef and cabbage, and we all wore green. And then Thursday, we're doing something else. It is Thursday. Is oh, it Patrick's is Thursday. Day. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Haven't looked at the calendar. But there's lots of stuff to do. So thank you to all of our sponsors. Our sponsors are amazing. Amazing. Smart Home Mortgage with Larry Reyes. I have a transaction with him right now, and he... He literally is the most communicative, most reliable lender that I have ever, ever I t- met. I know. I told you. I swear to God. When I, I, I met him, what, probably 10 years ago, and I've just never swayed. It just – every time I did, I was always like, why? You know, why? It's perfection, you know? He, he and his team are wonderful. Well, and they send you uh, – they send you, the client, the escrow officer, everybody – an update mm-hmm. every time something changes. Mm-hmm. So we've ordered the appraisal. We've got loan approval. Mm-hmm. We've ordering docs. He sends you a notice saying, hey, 
we've got that. Instead of me calling him, he's oh, yeah. contacting me, which is just and when he says they're phenomenal. approved, saves us so much time. He says they're approved. I mean, they're approved. It's not like oh well, wait a second, you know, which happens a lot. Yes, it with does. lenders, it really does. We also have obviously C twenty one Century right. Twenty One Everest. The Greek. I've been at the Greek more times in the past month. That I ever have. I don't know why we keep going out of the harbor. It's so beautiful and the food is so good. I know, right? Ventiki. Yeah. Who am I missing? Pat Pothier with um, Pothier uh, Hypnotherapy. Hypnotherapy. Laureen with Gentle mm-hmm. Transitions. Janet Sprissler, 805 Rent. Yes. Is and, that right? you know, if you haven't been keeping on top of cause and what they are presenting at the Oxnard uh, City Council, please call her. She is on top of that whole situation with rent control coming to Oxnard. And that's what's happening this next week. Uh, They are going to vote on that of whether uh, landlords, property owners for investment properties are going to have to give money to a tenant in order for them to move. Really? Yes, up to one month's rent. So that's what they're voting on. If they're evicted or just if they want them to move? Just if they want them to move. How much money? up to one month's rent so if they're paying $3,500 a month for rent it's going to be $3,500 wow per door so it's a big deal for all of our investors and um, it's just something you need to keep an eye on and also something if you are an investor that you participate in yeah so but we've got a great show for you guys today we have Sue Enrique from All Valley Escrow she is going to talk about what escrow is. Sue Ericky, right? Ericky. It's like Cherokee without the ch. Ericky. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, she's going to talk about why we need an escrow. What happens when you open escrow? I always thought it was funny when I first started real estate. People would say it's in escrow, and I was like, "What does that mean? In escrow? Like, does it go? Where does it go? What does it do?" And you know, <laughs> once you get into it, you know what it is. But it's interesting. Exactly. And then we have Pola. She is our local psychic. And she's going to be on and tell us what she thinks about what's going on in the world today. And then we have Dina Lindstedt. She is um, a writer, an author, and she has written a historical novel on Shakespeare. It's called Lady of the Play. And she is going to be telling us all about that book. And we are giving a book away that she has signed. And um, it's called Lady of the Play. And it's all about how the plays came about. The Shakespearean plays, right? Shakespearean plays, So yes. we're giving that away. So give us a call, 805-650-1590, 805-650-1590, to get a copy of this book, a signed copy. Absolutely. So we're going we're gonna to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. 
Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 015070. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Hi there, I'm Pola, and I'm the psychic on the avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader, and I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life, and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation, giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, both located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805 628 3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code Girls on Air, I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon. Spiritual Awakening. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Sue Enrique with us today. She is from Ericky, right? Ericky. Are you there, Sue? Hi. Yes, I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Of course. So you're from All Valley Escrow. And what does, why do we need escrow? Like, what's the reason we need escrow when a property gets sold? Good question. Um, escrow is actually protection for the buyer and seller. Um, we we are an impartial or a neutral third party that collects the funds and the documentation required from each side to close the escrow and hold it until all the terms are met. Interesting. So what if you sell your home for sale by owner? Do you still need an escrow? Is it because we're an escrow state? Well, it's again the same thing. It's the protection. It, um, you're trusting that uh, you're trusting escrow to make sure that nothing is is handled improperly. That all the conditions and requirements in the contract itself or the agreement, if it's for sale by owner, um, are met. And that's our job is to make sure that the buyer signs all the things the buyer's supposed to sign, and the seller sell, does their their paperwork correctly. And we hold the money more importantly, and that way, um, we we release the recorded documents upon our receipt of all the money that we have in um, for the purchase of the escrow. Sue, what if one side wants escrow and one side doesn't? I don't know why I'm asking this question, but I don't know. Has that ever happened? I'm sorry. If one side wants an escrow company but the other side 
doesn't want to go through it, doesn't want to pay the fee. Well, they'd have to negotiate that, and that does sometimes happen, and, and it, depending on the, the deal that they get for the property, um, maybe one side or the other will pay the escrow fees and mm-hmm. the title fees. But it's, a, it's an important thing to have because, because of that there's so many encumbrances that could happen. When you purchase a property, you want to make sure, same with a title company, a title company and an escrow company are both very important. You want to make sure that when you're buying a property, you don't inherit problems, um, liens or encumbrances against the property itself. That's the purpose of, of the title company and the prelim and uh, an escrow to make sure that those are cleared away for you. Now, other company or other um, states use just title or just escrow. How does that work? Well, they do things. Well, California is honestly very unique. Um, we have rules and laws. We're governed by the uh, DFPI, which is the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation, and we have just differences in California. Like most other states have an attorney that sits down and does what we do. Mm -hmm. I'm not an attorney, but I still do what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, They have attorneys that sit down, and you all sit down at the table together and uh, do it all at once. Um, In California, it's more on real time, where... um, once we have all the paperwork in, then we record, then it's your property. In other states, they delay recording, honestly, and um, so it's, it's not officially your property until it's recorded. Oh, huh. Exactly. Well, and the other thing that escrow does is you protect everybody else that's in the transaction, too. So the bank, you make sure that the bank gets a demand and, and you pay them, right? Or Correct. any any other encumbrance like the IRS or the Franchise Tax Board or any other note that might be recorded on the transaction, that all has to get paid, right? That's correct. And that's that's one of the main things that escrow does is we follow the terms of the contract and the lender's instructions. So if there's a loan on the property, we have to follow the lender's requirements because they have legal requirements that they have to follow and um, that we have to, to do for them. Um, liens and encumbrances uh, are very important, and that's why escrow won't close without all those things being taken care of. In order, And title won't insure the property until they can give clear title, what they call clear title, to that buyer, which includes removing any liens or IRS tax liens, um, child support liens, could be contractor liens, could be your regular current mortgage. All of those things, if they pop up and show that they're against this, this current owner, have to be dealt with and taken care of, by usually by escrow, before we can close the escrow. And what is the escrow fee? Is it a certain percentage of the price? It's based on the price, yes. Um, it's based on the purchase price, and it's uh, generally 250 per thousand. On, for either side, based on the purchase price, is okay. the general escrow fee in the area. $250 per thousand or per hundred thousand? Per thousand. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah. So so tell us what, how, or I should say, tell our listeners what happens once you open escrow. So when you open escrow, what do you do? Well, we again, we follow the terms, the actual terms of the contract. So... The agents, this is where the agents have, have 
drawn a, a contract. Usually the, the selling agent has drawn a contract asking to purchase the property from this seller, and um, they list all the terms that they've agreed to. Uh, the close of escrow time, um, the close of escrow uh, 30 days, 45 days, however many days, um, and if it's going to, if there's going to be a loan on the property, all those terms in the contract. Um, once once that has been signed by buyer and seller, there's an agreement. Um, the agents then would provide us, the escrow company, with the agreement, the contract, and then we would start from there. We'd read, we would go through the contract and make sure what the terms actually are. Um, we're required per the contract to provide reports to uh, the buyer so that the buyer can has time to look at all the, the information he can about the, the purchasing of the property or the property itself. Um, we do we take in the earnest money deposit. There's a, a deposit, a good faith, it's called a, basically a good faith deposit that the buyer will put into the escrow company or uh, to make sure that they're serious about purchasing the property, and that's a start. So there's there's a lot of things that start at the very beginning. Yes, and what happens if the earnest money deposit doesn't get put into escrow? Well, I know escrow would notify both agents at that, that at that time to make sure that um, there wasn't some agreement made that the escrow company possibly wasn't aware of, or to find out if there's been an, uh, sometimes there's uh, problems with the bank, like the bank is holding their money. Um, you're only allowed to put in put or to wire out. Ten thousand dollars a day, or something like that. There's there's many reasons, but um, we would we make sure that the agents who are representing the client know every step of the way if there's any kind of issues. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll have you back, and we'll ask you more questions about that escrow process. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai. Located in beautiful downtown Ventura, Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahini mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kalua pork sliders, sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry beurre blanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of First Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. Welcome back to 
Clara County, you are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KBTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Sue from All Valley Escrow with us. She is talking about the process and why we need an escrow when you open up a transaction. Welcome back, Sue. Are you there? I'm here. Thank you. I swear you guys have to be the most patient people in the world because agents, sellers, buyers are all coming at you and they all want their questions answered right then and there, right? And um, they're not very patient, but you guys are so patient. Always have to, hello, how are you? I would just, oh my God, I don't think I can make it. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually super easy because when you think about it, agents and escrow do this every day. Um, buyers and sellers don't. And so we expect... And it and it's an, can be very emotional for them. Oh gosh, um, yeah. So we we expect you know the same questions and, and certain questions from buyers and sellers, just like we expect the agent to be um, fighting for their client to make sure that everything is um, good for their client. You know, and that's the whole point of of escrow is to be the middleman, um, so that the listing agent can can make sure that their clients get their very best, and the the buyer's agent can get their clients the very best. Exactly. So when escrow gets opened, the first thing that you do is look at the contract, but then you prepare escrow instructions, right? Correct. Based so, on the contract. Yes. So just tell us a little bit about escrow instructions and, and why it's so important for the buyer and seller both to sign them. Well, it reiterates the terms of the contract, um, and it also provides our general provision um, to cover our attorneys have drawn, and, and every escrow company has this general provision stating um, what happens in the event of, um, let's say, one party uh, doesn't follow the, the timeline that's supposed to happen, uh, then it, it explains that we hold, we, we're happy to hold stuff, but there's terms for that. So we break down um, the escrow responsibility, and uh, we reiterate the basic terms of the transaction itself. Um, when we type the escrow instructions, um, we have other paperwork that were required by the, the DFPI that we're governed by um, to send out also like uh, tax forms and, and information. So all that would go out basically with the opening package along with those escrow instructions. You know, I was wondering, um, on the closing statement, are both sides supposed to see each other's closing statement? I have a deal right now where they're asking to see the buyer's closing statement, and the seller is asking to see the buyer's closing statement. And um, one of the agents uh, is from Texas, and he says that's very common in Texas. They both see their other side's closing statements. But, I mean, there's personal information on there like, you know, mortgage payoff, lien. I don't, I don't know. What's the policy? Uh I'm old school. I've been doing this since 1996, so I am a bit old school that way. But I, I believe it's none your business. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's yeah. It's the only person that really sees both should see both sides is the lender because sometimes they need that as proof for for certain things and for um, uh, their paperwork. But uh, it's not. It, it's to me the seller should have no business knowing what uh, their monthly payment, the buyer's monthly payment is, or the buyer should have uh, shouldn't know what their payoff is, what right. the seller's payoff or is, or what and they're how making. They're I mean, they, yeah. they don't need to know what they're making on the house. No, <clears throat> or personal. how many liens it's they very have. Personal. Okay, that that's good because I have so a deal right now with where, where that is. We're very cautious about that kind of thing, and so, we have even had people call in, like a, a 
an ex-husband yeah. call in fi- trying to find out how much they made. What the wife is making. I know. That's <laughs> why. So we're, yeah, that's thought... another thing that's part of escrow is that you have to be very cautious. The only people you're allowed to talk to are the people that are part of your transaction. So escrow, it's a typical statement. How are you a party to this transaction? When you ask me a question, I need to know how you're a party to this transaction. If you're the agent, if you're, you know, the ex-husband, then obviously we would need approval from the buyer or seller to give any information out. That makes sense. And then the last part is when loan documents come in, everyone thinks that the lender is going to sign those loan documents with you, but in fact, you do the loan docs. It's usually, because we're, again, an impartial party, it's usually uh, given to uh, the escrow company to determine who will do the signing. And it, what we, we hire a notary um, to go out to them or meet them someplace in the office. Uh, yes, it's usually stated in the loan documents themselves that it's the escrow company's, the escrow holder's responsibility. Um, and so we take that very seriously as well because that's the, the go time. That's, that's the most emotional time for a buyer is seeing all these papers and all this that they're blocking themselves into. So we want to make sure that every buyer is really comfortable with what they're signing and what they're doing. And the notaries can't answer questions about the, the loan docs. So you need to talk to your lender before because it's funny because a lot of notaries are, you know, because the buyers are signing these loan docs and asking questions about the interest rate. And the notary's like, I'm just here to make sure you are who you say you are against your driver's license, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, the notary is just there to make sure that you sign in the right spot. Yep. Um, and that you are who you are. However, most notaries, um, most of the notaries I have have the pleasure of working with have a background in escrow or title, oh, wow. um, which makes them a lot more knowledgeable. And they can, they don't give instruction basically, but they can basically tell them what this form is for, um, and that that leaves that open for interpretation to the buyer um, and understanding what he's signing. Right. And so then oh, we, we make, sh- yeah, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say, so when you get your loan documents signed and they come back to you, then you send them off to the lender and then the lender reviews them and then everybody sends the money back to you. So the lender's going to send money to you. The buyer's going to put their proceeds in escrow. And that's when you determine when escrow is actually going to be set up for recording. So how do you do that? You're exactly right. The, uh, that's what we do, again, is we make sure the terms, at, before we close, we make sure the terms of the purchase agreement and the terms of the lender's instructions are met um, because they're entrusting that, us to, that to us as the neutral third party. Um, so it's kind of in our, our hands, basically. Once we get those signed loan docs back, we send them back to the lender for review to make sure that they don't have anything else they need. We provide any extra conditions that they need and then we set the file up and send the documents for recording in waiting um, to the title company then once all the terms have been met the loan is ready to go and funded the buyer's money's in then we can per the contract release for recording on the date that has been determined very good and then it's not it doesn't transfer from the seller to the buyer until we get confirmation of that transfer Correct. Once the title company receives confirmation from the actual uh, Ventura County recorder or uh, L.A. County recorder, whoever the recording uh, county is, then 
that it's been successfully done because sometimes they can pull it for a, an illegible notary. Uh, some, they can't read something or something's not done right or there was no signature missed. They can pull a transaction and then we get the bad news and then we've got to go again the next, the next day once that's corrected. But uh, the majority of the time, it's we're waiting for the confirmation from the actual county recorder. Um, once we hear that, we tell everybody and we know that it's been transferred into the buyer's name. Very good. And then we can give keys, which Yay! is just the best part. That's right. right. <laughs> That's the best part. So tell people where they can find you and information about All Valley Escrow. Um, we are, uh, you can call me anytime you'd like. Uh, my phone number is 805 584 uh, My email is sue at com, And you guys are welcome to call with any questions, even if I don't have an escrow with you. Um, I'm happy to give you information or, or give you an opinion on um, what normal fees are or what uh, uh, what the normal escrow transaction is like. I'm happy to help anyone that, that needs it. Thank you, Sue. You're so awesome. We appreciate you very much. We work with you every day. So thanks. Thank you guys so much. All right. So coming up, we have Pola Andro. She is a local psychic. Spiritual healer. There you go. And she's going to be with us next. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Feeling a little overwhelmed about an upcoming move? Since 1994, Gentle Transitions has helped clients with sorting, floor planning, packing, and complete resettling into homes throughout California. Please call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to book your no-obligation move planning meeting. That's 800-619-3049 or gentletransitions.com to stay in control but do less of the work on your next move. You can even pay us through escrow. Feel better now? You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Paula Andrew with us today. She is a spiritual healer. She always looks so nice. I know. <laughs> she is. She's so pretty. Um, so welcome, Paula. We're glad to have you today. Yes, I'm glad to be here today. Thank How you. How are you? Good, good. So I'm just curious what you think about the energy that is being produced by all of this turmoil like in right our now. country. Yeah. I know. There's so much coming from so many different areas, but the best thing is just sending everybody a lot of love and light through yes. every aspect and keeping everybody much in prayer through everything and keeping positive through everything. Right. I'm reading that book, Think and Grow Rich. Best and, book ever. Well, it's just all about being positive. And when I got to the end, I really liked it, you know, because it was like, okay, positive, 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 positive. But 
really don't even go to the negative. Like, you know, because right. so many right. people do. So I was trying that yesterday when we were having this thing with um, a deal I'm working on right now. And there's a lot of negative in there. And we're trying to figure it out. And I'm like, just be positive. Just positive, positive, positive. And it does if you, you know, and that's why we do like, affirmations at work you Absolutely. guys do. Absolutely. In the morning, right. I walk in and I hear, you know, we are good. We drink water. We are good <laughs> realtors. And I'm like, what is going on? But um, I think that's the, the theory, right? Yes. Just be positive. Yes, definitely the main goal. Do you think most people are positive? Yes and no. There's a lot of positive. There's a lot of negative from a lot of different areas. But it's best to just keep it strong and keep everything going on a very positive mind frame. So tell us what you do when you um, have a reading with someone. I know um, we've talked and we don't get into details, but um, right. <laughs> what, 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 are you, what are you trying to do with them, though? Well, the most thing is is tapping in with their energies connecting with them and just feeling whatever comes through to reading just really diving into their spirit and energies have you ever um been you know had a reading and like you really were you know with someone who's very very bad <laughs> well i mean just very negative like that there isn't anything positive that they're bringing forward well, i can tell you i interviewed a lady this is kind of weird but in texas she was a grandmother accused of basically killing her grandson oh, by wow. starving him to death. I got the jailhouse interview with her, and it was all over San Antonio, and she was going to sit down with me and talk to me, and everyone hated this woman. It was on Christmas Day, like oh 20 years gosh. ago or whatever. Wow. They found, yeah. So, But I got to sit across from her and interview her, oh, wow. and I swear, when I looked at her eyes, it was like black, and you couldn't, it was like, I. she just looked evil. And I thought, God, that was the weirdest. And my photographer felt the same way. It was like, there's something just really bad. You just sensed it. Right yes. Away. Yes. And do you ever feel like that with yeah. someone? Oh, You're just, yeah, definitely. So I can, what do you do? It's hard. You know, it's definitely just something that you, you have to handle. Mm -hmm. And just tuning in with them and reading off of them and trying just to connect with them through it. Yeah. And if they're seeing you, they probably realize that they're like that and want to get better, I would hope. Of course, yes. It's all about trying to get them on the right track and giving them more clarity and insight on all the good things that, you know, they have to offer. That's great. Well, We're, is it the things that, that you're trying to get them to see about their life? Right. Is that what yes. you're doing? Okay, yes, good. exactly. All right. So Focusing more on that. Exactly. Okay. So when somebody comes to you and they are very negative, you try to take the positive out of that so that they can see that they're positive, of even course. though they're being very negative. Exactly. Because at times people that are going through whatever they're going through, you know, not only if they're negative or whatever the situation may be they're dealing with, you know, marriage problem, children problem, financial issues, whatever it is, and it's a burden on them, I try to, you know obviously see whatever's in store for them that's the main thing but also letting them open their eyes on seeing the positive beauty that's in store for them you know there always is beauty yes somewhere right yes so basically you work on their mindset right right to help them visualize and give them clarity yes that things can be better that it isn't as bad as they think it is. Exactly, giving them clarity and intuition. Where can people find you? Um, I have two locations. My first location is 108 North Ventura Avenue, and my second location is 107 Figueroa Street, both located in downtown Ventura. Great, and your website? Is psychicconsultants.net. Okay, and your phone number? Is 805-628-3000. 
3333. Very good. Very Thank cool. you so much. Thank you. We're so glad I'm to I'm going to call you today. this week. Yes, We for need sure. to get together. We've <laughs> met before, but we need to get together <laughs> and do some more work, Definitely, right? Definitely, yes. Well, give us a call. We are giving away Lady of the Play. It is a book that Dina Linsett has written, and it is an amazing book about Shakespeare. So give us a call, 650-1590. It's Lady of the Play. She has signed it, and we're giving that away today. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, stay okay. tuned, and we'll be I'll back with Linda. Talk to you soon. Bye. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Dina Lindstedt with us. She has written a book called Lady of the Play. A beautiful book. It has got such a beautiful cover on it. And it's just such an intriguing book. It's an historical book. Uh, Dina, are you there? I am here. Thank you for having me on. Of We're course. so excited to have you today. So tell us about this book where it's so interesting and you've had to do so much research to get this done. Well, it was uh, actually I enjoyed the research part of it a lot, which is probably why it took me so long to write it. But uh, I really became interested in uh, Shakespeare because of the plays. And I and, you know, plays um, have always appealed to women. And I think the reason why is because these the capable and intelligent women that are fe featured on the in the plays, which is totally contrary to the culture of the time. Yes, interesting. I You said something about, um, what is, it's Eli. And Eli was, I'll have to get the book, hold on one yeah. second. Eli, um, childhood to the 10 years she served as maid of honor to the queen elizabeth one and her marriage to edward de vere so tell us a little bit about that and how well, she takes credit for those plays 
Well, Elizabeth Trenum was a very, very interesting uh, character. Uh, she she grew up in a small village in the Midlands of England, and she was very intelligent. She wrote poetry, and and uh, she came from a wealthy family, so she was tutored along with her brothers, and and which girls were not allowed to attend school 400 years ago, and so for her to be educated was quite unusual. And she kept resisting, you know, fathers would arrange marriages uh, for their girls, and the girls would then become property of their husbands, and they had no rights of their own or very little. And But she was an, she was an exception, and she absolutely refused to get married. And when she was 19, she became a maid of honor for Queen Elizabeth, and she stayed with the queen for 10 years <clears throat> and until she married Edward de Vere. And I kind of think Elizabeth... Queen Elizabeth arranged that marriage, and but Elizabeth Trentum was a very pretty girl, and I had trouble finding a portrait of her, and I heard that she was very, very, she looked much like the queen. She had the same color red hair and so forth, so I kind of think there might have been a relationship somewhere oh, there. like a mom, or what do you mean? Oh, well, I kind of think maybe Elizabeth might have been her grandmother to tell Oh, ooh, spicy. Okay. Yeah, I cover that in my book. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't going to do that, but there were some weird things that showed up about Elizabeth Trenum. They, the historians could not find any record of her birth in this village, but her brothers, two brothers and two sisters were listed, but she never was. Huh. That's and interesting. Then, and then her resemblance to the queen was so striking that the queen would actually use her to greet foreign dignitaries pretending she was the queen. Oh, wow. Sounds very interesting. <laughs> How long did it take you to write the book? Well, I actually, I started um, uh, right out of, I, I graduated from college when I turned 70, and it was right after that, and I became so interested in uh, Shakespeare authorship question that I decided that Elizabeth Trenum would make an excellent protagonist for a novel. And so I started about 10 years, well, it's been 12 years now, uh, I started uh, researching it and took a trip to England and visited that village in the Midlands and and um, really did a lot of background before I actually started writing it, but, but about 10 years ago. What's your favorite part of the book? Well, I love the history chapters. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, it, it's, it's, there are parallel stories there. You know, there's a modern story about Cynthia who is trying to prove that Elizabeth Trenum is Shakespeare, and during my research, I found so many clues that pointed towards her. Hmm. So, and then just before I finished writing the book, I ran. I started to research the King James Bible and the uh, translators and how that came about because it was it took place during the time of Shakespeare mm -hmm. that translation. And if anybody wants to look at Psalms forty six, they'll see some pretty good clues to Shakespeare. Ooh. How so, interesting. When I found those clues, and I found, then I found a correlation to an Oxford crest, and I figured, I think I found maybe who was the true authors of the Shakespeare plays, and I, I think it was Edward de Vere, mm -hmm. 17th Earl of Oxford, in collaboration with Elizabeth Trenum, his second wife. Oh, my. And it made perfect sense to me, and anyone that wants to read the novel, they'll see where I was being Columbo and coming up with all kinds of clues. So. How fun. And this has been basically 400 years ago. 
Yes, I'm well over now. Um, and it, I don't know if people are aware of the fact that when the plays were published, the first folio in 1623, all the original documents vanished. Nobody has ever found the, anything, any proof that, um, that, you know, the handwritten documents. And William Shakespeare himself, the only thing left of him are six signatures, and people can see those on the Internet. And anyone who looks at the six signatures would think that this man couldn't hardly even write. He never even signed his name the same. Hmm. And, his, and his penmanship was almost illegible. So there's a lot of reasons why people doubt that William Shakespeare was the actual uh, author. And But if it was Elizabeth, she would have needed a front. And, hmm. and then there's, uh, I don't know how much time we have, but in... Elizabeth in the uh, British archives, they put them on the internet, and Elizabeth Trentham's will showed up. Mm-hmm. In her will, she leaves money for her dumb man, D U M B. And I found a reference in one of the plays about uh, using the word dumb, and it meant not, not being able to talk. Oh. So if William Shakespeare was, in fact, her front, he would have had to be paid to be silent. Ooh. And so, uh, and in her will, she leaves money to her dumb man. So those are some really big. Very things. interesting. I know, right? We are giving away this book. It is called Lady of the Play, and it is a signed copy. So give us a call six five zero fifteen ninety, and get your opportunity to be in the drawing for that. And thank you so much for being on today. Where can people find your book? Well, they can uh, check my website, dinalinstead.com, but also I did an interview on a podcast, and they might want to check that there's a lot more detail in that podcast, and it was with uh, Howard Fox, Success Insight, and if you put that up, they'll find my interview. Perfect. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, much. Dina. You were awesome on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. Well, coming up, we are going to talk about things that are happening in Ventura. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Feeling a little overwhelmed about an upcoming move? Since 1994, Gentle Transitions has helped clients with sorting, floor planning, packing, and complete resettling into homes throughout California. Please call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to book your no-obligation move planning meeting. That's 800-619-3049 or gentletransitions.com to stay in control but do less of the work on your next move. You can even pay us through escrow. Feel better now? Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. 
Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate AM 1590 KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And so real estate is busy, busy, busy. I have to tell you, nowadays with these multiple offers, one thing that I found is actually working is I had clients who don't have a huge chunk down, but they've been sticking in there with me. We've written probably 10 offers. And what we did was when we didn't get our first offer accepted on a condo in Santa Paula, we asked them to be backup. And we got it in writing. They were backup. Um, and sure enough, the first buyers who, you know, way overbid, probably walked cash. away. Yeah. No, they weren't cash, but they had a big chunk down and um, the property didn't actually appraise. And so they wanted the seller to come down to the appraised value and the seller doesn't want to. There's their option. So the buyers walked, which they can walk and they got their deposit back. Well, here my buyers are. They really, really want it. And so they just went in at the offer that the prior buyers made, and we got it. So we're in escrow day two now. Nice. And it's, it's just been – it's good because I feel like we've been – writing so many offers and offer, and I, you know it's hard when you only have three percent down and you're well qualified you know it gets a little bit um you know disturbing you're just like why aren't my offers being accepted and you know all of a sudden you think you're the only person making an offer or one of two or one of three and you think you have the best offer that's what the agent's telling us you know hang in there hang in there and then they drag it for a week and then all of a sudden they've got nine offers what the heck and then you you know our our clients are saying was that agent not truthful? I didn't know they're truthful. They're just, you know, it is what it is. Well, and the seller wants to get the highest and best price, so they're going to wait for that next offer to come in and that next offer to come in, and that's what really happens. Well, that what see, and that's what happened to us on this certain property in Santa Paula. It was the day Super Bowl Sunday. There wasn't supposed to be any showings until the next Saturday, but I got them in a week early because they were going to be out of town. So we went in and we were told there's not going to be any showings, no offers. They're not even looking till next Saturday at the first open house. So they loved it. We didn't write an offer because, I mean, they're not even going to look. You know, let's wait and see what they get, right? Well, we they come back from vacation, whatnot, on Thursday, and I look at the property and it says pending. It went and it because it was coming soon and it went straight to pending, which you're not supposed to do. But sure enough, they accepted an offer. Someone came in and made an offer, and then I felt bad for telling my clients, "Don't write the offer. They're not ta- they're not gonna even look till next Saturday. Wait, we're probably gonna have to write it again. You know, they expire in three days." So that's the one we got though. So I called the agent. I said, "I thought you, I thought you weren't looking at offers until next Saturday." Well, we got an offer off. Well, I was gonna give you an offer right off the bat. You said not to. So. I think part of him probably felt bad too, and he wanted to work with our clients. My clients are really, really good, and so. Um, but we did get that one accepted. It's just interesting now because you don't know whether to write right away or wait. If you write right away, then you know some agents will shop your offer and tell other of uh, other buyers what you have to make it bid up. Right. So it's just kind of, do you write right away if they like it? I do. I write right away and get their offer in. And then if we are not the top three, which is typically what happens, is they look at all those offers, they go to the top three. They either counter those top three to highest and best, yeah, and then they accept an offer. And if that offer doesn't stay in within three or five days, then they take the first backup or the second backup. Yeah, but don't you and think you write off the top? Back. But don't you think if you write off the top, you're not going to be highest and best? You're not going to even get countered highest and best because well, because I always tell my clients to go in the highest they okay. possibly can go at the out the gate. So like, then, if they go happen. highest and best, they can't even. They can't go higher. No. Okay. See, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. The theories are different because I think if you go your highest right off the top um, and then, you know, everyone goes their highest and, and you don't have a chance to go any higher. I mean, I can see both, you know, and I've been in situations with both. I know we, we had the one on Pettit and we had the listing price was, 
And, you know, we had an open house, and that was the first showing. And that first day, we got an all-cash offer, 900 And my clients, we were going to have it on all week, have a broker caravan, and then look at offers on Friday. Well, my sellers wanted to take the offer, 900 all-cash. But it was hard because I was telling people, you know, we're not going to. So I had to call all the agents who were there and make sure if you want to write an offer, we have an offer now. And it was the best offer, and we took it, and it worked out. But sometimes well, you're ready to take the first offer you know so it just depends and most most of the time your highest and best offer is your first yes. offer. and and then you wait for all these other offers to come in and it just confuses the situation so in this market with the situation that there's hardly any inventory you're always going to be up against multiple offers and you just have to do your best shot out the door the minute you get yeah, that and, opportunity. And you don't want to tell people what the offer is. Like, had I been telling people it's 900000 all cash, well, then someone's going to come in and go, I'll give 901 all cash. Yeah. And do they really want to give 901? And when they get into escrow, are they really going to stay with 901? Or are they going to go, you know what? I think it's really – so you want you really don't want to tell them what you have. Just let them know that you have a good offer and go as high as you, you can. And how bad do you want the home, you know? Absolutely. And then change the terms. Are you changing the terms? And I do. I, I make it the fastest – contingencies, removals as possible. So how long are you doing for your loan? For my loan, I'm doing 14 days. Oh, yeah. Really? Because we can get an appraiser there in that qu that quick a time. Yeah. Yeah. But will you so get loan approval normally, in 14? I have loan approval before I even take them out. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course. Uh, okay. So you're removing the loan contingency. Yes. I'm removing the loan contingency based on the 14 days of the appraisal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I typically don't remove the appraisal contingency because I think it is a safeguard for that buyer. Well, yeah. Yeah. And in this market, everybody wants you to remove that appraisal contingency. Yeah, we I'll didn't on this one. remove everything else, but I won't remove the appraisal contingency <sighs> until that 14 days is up so that we have a good understanding, a good idea of what that property actually is and worth. And some people think, oh, remove the appraisal contingency. It just sounds easy. Well, when you, you know, bid $900,000 on a house and it comes back at eight fifty, I mean, I don't care if you want it that badly. You're still going to think... It's 850, you know, so I don't like to remove the appraisal contingency either. But I've been removing the loan, though, and I've been doing, yeah, I've been doing um, close in 17 days. Yeah. Trying, you know. And then how about the inspection? The inspection I get done within three days. Three? Mm -hmm. I'm, I've been doing five just because sometimes these inspectors are super busy now, too. Yeah. I have five inspectors. If one can't do it, I call the next. If that one can't do it, I call the next until I get somebody that actually can go in three days to remove that contingency. Yeah. And then we don't ask for anything. Unless there's something major where we're going to walk away from the sale, we don't ask for any repairs. Yeah. Right? You're buying a, a house that's been used, it's older, and it's sold in as-is condition anyway. Mm -hmm. So why ask and then i don't write termite into the contract i either do that on a request for repair or something else yeah yeah i usually ask for you know the safety issues if there's you yes. know any safety issues um you know gfci plugs um obviously smoke and carbon detectors that's part of the contract but um any other safety things i like to have it taken care of just because i feel like it's it's um good faith for the seller and of the buyer yeah. yeah so absolutely so there's lots of things going on with the real estate market. Rates are going up just a little. They're very volatile because of what's going on in our world. Um, and properties are still coming on the market. We're seeing more. We're I mean, seeing more. We are seeing more, and they're not being swiped up so quickly. I'm showing property today that's been on the market for five days, you know, and so. Unusual, I, right? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, very unusual. Usually when they come out on Thursday for broker caravan, they have several offers already. Yes. And so, um, 
Yeah, so I'm showing property today that, like I said, has been on the market for a week. So that's great. You yes. Know? So it's taking a little longer for people to, to get offers accepted. Well, yeah, and it gives buyers a little more chance to get in there, see it, and make a decent offer, not just throw huge offers at it. Like, you know, it's still a seller's market, but I think it's just getting a little bit easier, hopefully, right? Yes, I think so, too. And with the interest rates going up, too, that's going to, you know, slow down the buyer pool. So hopefully buyers will have more play in their offers, and it'll become more of a buyer's market. Um, or more of an equal market. Equal, yeah, because right now it's just seller, 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 sellers. Anything you put on the market will go, too. Exactly. You know? Even if it's a total fixer, Anna in our office had one in Port Wainimi, and it was, um, I mean, needed. Everything. And it was at 475 and it is in escrow for 525 all cash. I know. That's the market, people. So give us a call. We're here to help. My number is 805-258-6811. What's your number? And my number is 805-320-0225. We're here to help. We're here to answer any of your questions. Give us a call. Girls on the air. Thanks so much for listening today. Have a great we week. appreciate you.